How do you have a healthy relationship with food so that you care about being healthy, but you're not a psycho? And so you can also teach your kids how to, on how to have a healthy relationship with food. Welcome to the Best You Podcast. My name is Nick Carrier, and I'm an entrepreneur and fitness trainer who has coached over 500 people through my program, The 10-Week Transformation. As an athlete in high school, fitness was always a part of my life, but when I no longer played sports, I had to learn how to seamlessly integrate health and fitness into my everyday life. The Best You Podcast will make it so exercising and eating healthy isn't something that you try to do. It just becomes a part of who you are. I'm super excited about today's episode on how to have a healthy relationship with food because, wow, now more than ever, I mean, it's kind of crazy how things change over time, right? Like seven, even seven years ago for me when I was in college, and maybe it was just because when I, I, it was when I was in college, but I didn't even really think too much about what I, what I was putting in my mouth. I mean, I ate frozen pizzas. I ate Chipotle. I ate Jimmy John subs. Like it was my job when I was a junior and senior in college. And it kind of makes me just like, oh gosh, quiver when I think about that now. And now I'm just so much more conscious over the last six, seven years, I've been so much more conscious about the food that I'm putting in my body. But the thing that I'm always trying to figure out the balance of is, yes, I'm a fitness trainer. Yes, I talk about nutrition and all this stuff. And I want to be super conscious about what I put in my body because of how much I've learned now about how important it is. But I also don't want to be a psycho. I don't want other people to think that I'm not willing to have pizza. I don't want other things that I'm never willing to have any cake or ice cream or any of that kind of stuff. Like I want to enjoy those things when I feel like I, it's time to enjoy them. And so I know a lot of you guys are the same way. You want to be healthy, but you don't want to be maniacal about it. And you also want to teach your kids like in the world that we live in right now, teaching your kids how to have a healthy relationship with food is so, so critical because of how many eating disorders there are, because how much body dysmorphia there is. There's so many things out there that makes having a healthy relationship with food so, so key. And I know a lot of you guys reading are cognizant of that, especially if you have kids and you have daughters. So how can we pass down a healthy relationship to kids? Well, we first have to have it with ourselves, And I really think that food has gotten to be so emotional and so mental. It's not always just practical anymore because yes, to eat healthy, it usually does take a little bit more time and effort. But honestly, nowadays, it doesn't take as much time and effort with how many healthy pre-cooked things there are, with how many healthy meal prep services there are now. It's not as practical as it is mental, emotional as it used to be. And so there's kind of three different mindset shifts that I want to talk about today that will help to improve your relationship with food and hopefully will help you improve the way that you talk about with food and nutrition with your kids as well. I know that this is something that is a constant journey for me to how to make sure that I don't go over the edge of maniacal and psycho about my nutrition, but still making it a really, 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 really high priority for me so that I can fuel my body in the way that it needs to be fueled. So let's dive in three different mindset shifts that I think if you make, you'll see a big improvement with your relationship with food. Number one, it's the difference between a restrictive mindset and an abundant mindset. And the thing is, this mindset is all about focus. A restrictive mindset focuses on what you can't eat, while an abundant mindset focuses on what you can. I know over the last couple of decades, words like cheat day or cheat meal has become such a well-known concept, 
but it's also one of the things that I believe has propelled a restrictive mindset towards food. Because think about it, when you use the word cheat, you're describing something that you're not supposed to be doing. And you're describing something that is stepping outside of a fixed boundary. And if somebody feels trapped inside of that fixed boundary or feels trapped inside of a tiny dark cave, then the likelihood that if you have the ability to step outside of that cave, outside of that boundary, then you're going to do it. You're not just going to stay within that restricted boundary and feel like you have handcuffs on and feel like you've got chains on the entire time if you feel restricted. And so what does a restrictive mindset sound like? when you're talking or when you hear other people talking. A restrictive mindset sounds like, I'm saving my cheat meal till Friday. I can't eat that food. I'm not allowed to eat that food. I wish I could eat this or that. You see, a restrictive mindset approach is actually an approach that might work for short-term results, but it's not gonna work for long-term health. Feeling restricted is just like not something, if given the chance, that you'll continue to live out on a daily, weekly, and a monthly basis. So we want to adopt an abundant mindset towards food by focusing on what you can eat. So it's not obsessing about the fact that you can't have that pizza. It's looking forward to the new healthy recipe that you're going to try. It's not looking at a restaurant menu and salivating over the greasy fried food that it has on the menu. It's picking out the healthier, more colorful option that's going to taste so fresh and flavorful. I really think to have a better relationship with food, you need to communicate it you communicate about it differently with yourself and with others. Don't use the words like cheat meal or I can't eat this or I'm not allowed to eat this. Instead, focus on all the healthier choices that are going to fuel your body properly. Mindset shift number two, eat healthy to be healthy, not to be skinny or not to look a certain way. You see, there is a motive behind every single action that you take. And nowadays, people simply associate eating healthy with looking a certain way. Most people think, I see this person on Instagram, I see this person on YouTube, and this is what they eat, and they look like that. I want to eat like this so I can look like that as well. And so if you're simply eating to look a certain way, I promise you, it's not going to lead to a healthy relationship with food, and it's not going to lead to consistent, healthy decisions with food. So I'm not saying it's wrong to think about food with the relationship to how it's going to make you look like if you have the internal dialogue of I'm going to eat this salad so I can be skinny I'm not going to eat this pizza because it'll make me fat I'm going to eat this chicken breast so I can look strong like that's not necessarily wrong but I'm saying that the long-lasting approach is all about thinking about the type of person that you're wishing to become Like, yes, do I sometimes make decisions based off of like, if I eat that, I know I'm going to feel bloated. I know I'm not going to look as good as I want to. And if I eat this, I'm going to look a whole lot better. Yes, of course, that's running through my mind. But I try to always come back to center of, okay, my true motive is to be somebody who is confident. My true motive is to eat this because I want to feel energetic. I want to eat this because I want to feel nourished. I want to feel like I'm doing my body a solid service and not a disservice. And so I think if you solely relate what you eat with how you look, it's going to lead to obsessiveness. But if you relate what you eat to the type of person that you want to become, then it's going to lead you to feeling in control of your health and it's going to lead you to feeling peace around your food. So those of you with kids, make sure that you're not communicating that you eat. we should eat this 
because we want to look a certain way. We want to eat this so that we don't gain weight. No, we want to eat this because it's going to fuel your body. You want to eat this because it'll allow you to be the most confident, energetic, and best version of yourself. Make sure that we're communicating about it that way rather than tying food specifically just to how you look. Now, before I get into the third mindset shift that's super critical, make sure I want to invite you to try out one of our free offerings. If you want to do the one-week free trial of the virtual 10-week transformation, then go to nickcarrier.com slash free trial. If you're in Nashville and you want to come to a free class, go to nickcarrier.com slash free class. I would love to work with you sometime soon. Okay, third mindset shift is you are what you eat repeatedly, not what you eat in isolation. Like I said, I admitted to when I was in college, I ate pizza, Jimmy John's, Chipotle like it was my job. And guess what? I'm still here to tell the story. I'm not dead because I ate unhealthy foods over and over again. Now, let's be clear. There are some healthier options you can get at Jimmy John's. Let's be clear. Chipotle is actually not super unhealthy if you order the right things. Wanted to throw that out there. But so many people think about certain foods like they're the devil. And so many influencers talk about the food, talk about foods like they're the devil, like they're going to kill you. They're going to make you fat. They're going to give you cancer, etc. And so allows us or it doesn't allow us, it causes us to get sometimes so worked up and obsessive about our food choices. We think like, are we eating the right bread? Am I having the right kind of milk? Am I having the right kind of meat? Is this meal going to give me cancer? Is it going to give me type 2 diabetes? I mean, I literally just had a conversation with a client not too long ago and she was worried about the kind of milk she was buying. Long ago, she was having dairy milk. But a while back, she made the transition to almond milk. But now she's hearing that almond milk might not be the best. And she was worried like, oh my gosh, am I not doing what's best? Like, what do I need to switch? And I said, look, if you're that worried about almond milk versus regular milk, you're probably doing pretty damn good. Like, will drinking too much almond milk kill you? Doubt it. Will drinking too much cow's milk kill you? Now, if you're lactose intolerant, that's probably not the best option. But I doubt it. The thing about food is so many people label it as good or bad, healthy or as unhealthy, terrible or optimal. But the reality of the situation is, is that all foods lie on the spectrum of terrible versus optimal. Some foods are really, really good. A lot of what you're eating is somewhere in the middle. Maybe it's on the healthier side. Could it be better? Yes, but it could be a whole lot worse. So don't beat yourself up if you have a few bad meals that are suboptimal. And also remember that oftentimes when you eat foods, it's not just like a single dose of that food that's going to make you unhealthy. It's not eating something unhealthy once that's going to put on a lot of put on a lot of weight for you. It's repeated offenses. Offenses probably is not the right way to talk about it. It's repeated instances of you eating really unhealthy food that has the ability to potentially give you cancer, make you fat, give you type 2 diabetes and everything like that. So pay less attention to the unhealthy weekend or the unhealthy dinner that you have and pay more attention to the things that you're doing on a more regular basis. Remember, you are not what you eat in isolation. You are what you eat repeatedly. Food's a polarizing topic. So many people have different opinions about it around what's really good, what's really bad, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. And my relationship with food isn't perfect, but it's gotten a whole lot better. The more I have consciously tried to make mindset shifts and consciously tried to speak about it differently internally in my head, but also speak about it with other people as well. Because the absolute last thing I want 
is for me to become a psycho dad who doesn't let their their kids, their five-year-old or six-year-old kids go to McDonald's if 20 of their friends are going to McDonald's on a school trip or with a, a different set of parents. Like, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that psycho, that person that everybody's like, oh, their kids are not going to do, they're not going to go get any kind, any kind of fast food. Now, if it's under my control, am I going to get the McDonald's? You bet your bottom dollar, I will not. But I don't want to be the maniacal person when food is not under my control, then so be it. So the mindset shifts that I have made that have been huge for me and I hope will help you too are this. We don't want to have a restrictive mindset, but an abundant mindset. Number two, eat healthy to be healthy, not to be skinny. Number three, you are what you eat repeatedly, not what you eat in isolation. And remember, there's plenty of skinny people who are very, very unhealthy. Don't make it about how you look, at least not entirely, right? That's always going to be part of the picture, but make it about how you feel and who you want to become. That will allow you to have a healthy relationship with food and ultimately allow you to get closer and closer to your best you. 